So if one of the uh, partner's ox is damaged and ate, let's say, fruit, or damaged and stepped on the fruit, that's the question. It's going against the Braita. So you, you, you brought a brighter. You don't think I have a brighter? There's another brighter. Four rules that apply to the laws of damages. Number one, right, which means uh, if the mazik goes into the property of the nizak, that's, that, that is a classic mazik. He's have to pay everything, uh, all damages. Uh, the mazik, however, it's the property of the mazik, <laughs> and uh, uh, the mazik damages in his own property. That means the nizak's, let's say, animal trespassed, patunmiko, because uh, what are you doing? You have no rights to be here. Number three, this is the key. If it's a shared property, or let's say a valley where everybody has rights to be there. And there you go. So you patur. That's exactly what Abiel Azar said. You patur on shin v'regel. Now negiha, negifa, on the neshicha, but on keren, these are types of goring and pushing and biting and the revitza and squatting, rather beta and kicking, which is keren. So the keren you have, even in the hatzera shutafim, tam mishalem hatzinezek. Fine, that's the regular rules. Tam pays hatzinezek. That's the first three times. So muad. Mishalem nezik shalem, and the muad pays full. And the fourth rule is lo lazev v'lo lazen. If it's not a property for anybody, it sounds like it's a third property. It's a third uh, party. 
כגון חסר שאין עושר שניהם, עושים את זה מינס, אבל אתה יכול להסתכל, זה לא ראובן, זה לא שמעון, זה לוויז. חייב בו על השם ועל הדגל, כי זה קונסטנט בשדה אחר, והנגיחה והנשיכה והנגיחה והלביצה ולביתה, תם משם חצי נזק, מה משם נזק שלם. That's the full brighter. But we need to just uh, cut and paste a little for a second. We need to, we need to splice, I should say. Katani mihat. Katani mihat is a partial quotation from the Brayta. What's the partial quotation? Hatzer ha-shutafim v'abik'ah patur ba'al Hashem v'al ha-negim. So if I have a Brayta that clearly says that, well, when you have a shared uh, property, you patur, which is exactly what the Bil Azar said. So the guest says, kashya hadadi. Okay, but now we have a stiran Brayta. One Brayta says that a shared property is... Hayab and Shem Veregel, and one says, Vatur. <laughs> okay, you could come along and say, hey, it's two Tanaim, and they're arguing. That's the easiest answer. Or we can reconcile. Oh, the bride that said, Patur. I'll tell you what it's talking about over there. Behatzer, miyuchedet lazeh velazeh, ben leperot, ben leshvarim. When they have rights to put their fruit and their oxen, then already it's patur, because that's not called steacher. That's not called that you damage in another person's field. It's your field. You're able to put your fruit there, you're able to put your, your, your oxen there. They had rights. That's going to be patur if you damage. However, I hated Yosef, but the brother of Yosef that said, Hayav, they both have rights to put their fruit there. So the guy's ox is considered steacher. Of course, his ox was not able to be, he didn't have rights to be in the field. Why? Because the uh, guys, uh, uh, although he had rights to put his fruit there, he had the rights to put his ox there. So, and therefore the ox went into stand, and therefore that's going to be high. So then we're basically we're going to make a difference between how, what, 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 what were they partners in? What was the, what was the, uh, what was the deal? Were they able to be, uh, you know, everything? Perot ve'shevarim or just perot? So the Gemara says, by the way, you can make a diuk in the Lashon of the Braita, Diktani Hacha, the Braita of Rav Yosef, uh, if you look at it, it says, it puts it together, Dumya de Pundak, and it puts a Pundak in there. What's a Pundak? A hotel. Uh, and a hotel is a place where you don't put Shivarim. So therefore, it's a similar type of shared property. In the Pundak, where you can put fruit, but you don't put the Katani Hatam. And the other case, it says, Dumya de Mikah. Because of valley, a valley you put shivarim. So therefore, from the when it said chaser shutafim, and then it put the additional uh, example chaser shutafim punda chaser shutafim bekah. So it chose it chose examples that are similar to the chaser shutafim. One where you don't have access to put your shivarim like a pundak, and one where you do. Very good. Shvamina proof positive. But kifla bizera. The Gemara comes along and says, "Kevan de miyuchedet leperot." Hold it. Once you tell me that the Hatzer, that both are able to put perot in there, why is the Masichayav habainan ubi er b'ste acher vedeka? So his question is basically saying, it's not ste acher. He had rights. He had rights to put his fruit. So the Gemara says, "Amar de Abaye." So Abaye says, "No, kevan de ena miyuchedet leshevarim." So the, I guess the question of the Bizira was, it's got to be totally stachet. It's got to be, uh, we have no rights not for your fruits and not for uh, your um, your ox, but here you have rights for your fruits. So therefore it's not really stachet, you have partial rights in that field. So I could you call that stachet? So he comes along and says, hey, the uh, it's considered stachet. Fine. 
So Amar de Ravacha Medifti de Rabina Lema Medematniyata La Peligi Amora Enamido Peligi. Well, guess what? We just reconciled the Braito. So just like you reconciled the Braito, can we reconcile the Amoraim? Yesterday's that we had a mahloke between Abhasta and Abil Azar. And the Gabi Hatzela Shutafim. Abil Azar said Hatzela Shutafim is Patur. And the Rav Hasta said Hayab. So can we say the same Hiluk? Can we say that they're not arguing? And we'll say that what he said Hayab, he's talking about where he didn't have rights to put his short in there. When he said Patur, he had rights to put his short in there. Just like we answered the Brayta. Can we do the same thing by the Amoraim? So the Gemara says, Amar le, he said, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yes. And if you want to say that they're arguing, and if you want to say they're arguing, that the of their argument is in this last exchange that we just had between the Biziran and Abaye. The argument's going to be when you have rights for uh, a shod, when you have rights for perot, and you don't have rights for shod, do you call that stahir or not? That would be the argument. According to one rabbi, I'll say that's considered stahir. Because you, might, you don't have rights for your short. Therefore, you'll be hayab. And the other rabbi will say, no. Since you have rights for your perot, that's not considered stand. So the argument, either we can reconcile, or you can say the argument is actually in the sevarot of the exchange that we just had between Abaye and Rabbi Zira. Okay. Gufa. Arba'a kelalot. Kelalot avotayorachaf. There are four rules over here that we said in the Braita. Ayar Abi Shimon ben Al-Azhar Omer ben Zakin. Kol shihur eshut lenizak. Right? Or if you know, if, 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 if it's an issue to the Nizak and the Mazik comes in and damages in the Nizak's property, that's Hayab uh, that's, Bakol. Uh, that's obvious, right? So the Gemara says, Right? doesn't say Alakol. So it sounds like that um, if, if it would have said Alakol, it sounds like it would be Hayab and everything. Shen, Regel, Keren. It doesn't say alakol. Alakol is something like all types of damages. It says bakol. So the Gemara says hayab bakol sounds like bikol anezik. They have to pay full price. Now the chavra full price. What if it's a tam? Tam doesn't pay full price. Tam only pays chazinezik. So how come it says if it's in the reshut anizak hayab bakol? You don't pay bakol, and you do. Matnitin, uh, who's Mani? Who's the author of this Braita? Rabbi Tarfon, he. The Amar Mishune Keren. When Keren does something Mishune, meaning with the first three times, which is out of its regularity, he holds that when a Keren damages in somebody else's property, even the first time he pays full Nezik. And that Braita is following Rabbi Tarfon. So all that we said till now that. That's talking about, you know, in, in the shared property, but in the property that totally belongs to the Nizak. So you went, Mamash, and you trespassed, and you went into his property, so the Torah is not giving you the Hatzinezik. There it's Nezik Shalim. That's why the Baraita says, Hayav Ba Kol. Are we clear on that, Rabotai? He learns it from the Pesukim, obviously. The Bitarfon, Huda Amar. We're going to see later on on page uh, 24. Hanizak. Look at you see the second line in Nashi. Hanizak. Nash Meshalem. As Nash. Nezek Shalem. Keren Tama. Whenever you call a Keren the first three times, it's called a Meshune. Because it's, when it's, it's, it's not regular. Call to Dodea Kari Meshune. Um, the Shinu, at Vistan, right? They changed from their 
normal behavior. It's not the normal way. Because what does it mean? What, 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 we don't know what that means. So that, for, 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 exactly for, for that reason. So you don't make the, so you don't make your mistake. Exactly. You just answered it. That's not what it means. He's come to say Mishune is a way of saying Tam. Tam is called the Mishune. Exactly. Doesn't mean that it's different, different than what? Everything pays in the Isaac Shalem. Where's it different? Every damage always pays in the Isaac Shalem. That's not Mishune. And the Mishune is Atam. The animal is Mishune. When he, when he does something out of his normal regularity, or, or, or his behavior, first three times it's Mishune. After, after, after it's not Mishune, but then it becomes, that's his regularity. It's more. Okay, so the Gemara says, wait, uh, you want to tell me that the Braita is following Rabbi Tarfon and Masifa? But it says in the Sefa, lo vedo If let's say it's not a property that belongs to any, not the Mazik, not the Nizak, kegon chatser she'en o shel chenehem, hayam ba'ala she'en ve'ala regel. Okay, so that's considered ubi'er b'steacher. Okay, third, uh, third party. My lo lazeh v'lo lazeh. Now, what does that mean? Doesn't belong not to zeh lazeh ilima lo lazeh v'lo lazeh klal. So, like we learned, ila da'ahir. It's much a third party. Va'ba'inu b'steh ubi'er b'steh ahir veleka, which means ste'ahir. It has to be ste'ahir of the nizak. And if it's not of the nizak, it's not called ste'ahir. That means the nizak's property. So if you tell me it doesn't belong not to the mazik and not to the nizak, it's the uven on, and this is levis. That's not called ste'ahir. So how can you say you'd be hayav in the third parties? Uh, um, I mean, you damage the nizak's shore in levis uh, field. That's not ste'ahir. Ste'ahir means his his uh, property. So therefore, can't be that. Lo lo what does it mean? So therefore, that's not considered shuta nizak. What it means, lo means it's not a shared property. It's a property that belongs to the nizak alone. Well, hold it. That's the case where then, like the first case, and if that's what the nizak's property. And what does it say in the Braita? And that's not so. That's going to the banan. Because we just said if you're going like the Mitarfon, you should pay Nezik Shalem. Give us Atan the Rabbanan. The Amri Mishune Kerem. When Kerem does something Mishune, which means a Tam, Bahatzer and Isaac, Hatzin Nezik with the Mishune, like a regular Tam. So the Gibbara says, Resha the Mitarfon, Sefer the Banan? Are you going to say that the Resha is going like a Mitarfon and the Sefer is the Banan? And the Gemara says, yeah. Now what do you want to do about it? Yeah, in. Yes. Because we have it on record that Shemuel told Rabbi Yehuda, the Gabriel Mishnah on the Tedvav, Shinina, Shinina means young, sharp one, Shvok Matnitin Veta Abatrai. I know you have a problem with this Mishnah, but you know what? Leave your question and follow me. Resha Rabbi Tarfon Sefer Abanan. So just like he answered later on, the Mishnah by reconciling it by saying Resha and Sefa are different rabbis. We can say the same thing by the Braita. Okay. Ravina Mishemed Rava Amar. Ravina says no. Kula Rabbi Tarfoni. So the Resha, no problem. The Resha is talking about the Shutanizak. 
Now, what is the sefer that says Lo Lo So he says Umai Lo It doesn't mean it's Rishut Anizak. It says Lo Lazev Lo Perot El Alehad Lazev Yuri. So when it said Lo Lazev Lo it meant that um, they um, it's not Miuhad. Uh, for perot, which is only one guy can bring his perot in there, but both guys can bring their shivarim in there. So since both guys can bring their shivarim in there, you don't call it there ahead, and that's why uh, we don't consider it reshut uh, uh, solely because the mazik was able to bring his short in there. That's why it pays chatzinezek, which means there, only one guy was able to bring his fruit, so you have to pay for that because you don't have rights to bring your fruit. He had rights to bring your fruit, but they both had rights to bring their. Oxen. So therefore, you can't call that exclusively the reshut of the nizak, because they both had rights to bring their the oxen. So therefore, that's why it's tamish shalem hatzinezek. It can be even a bit telephone. So perot elad echad lazeb lazeb la shevarim. The gabesh shen havya lehatzel nizak. The gabesh shen it's considered hatzel nizak because uh, he had rights to bring his fruit in there, and therefore the mezik is going to be hayav. But the gabesh keren. Since they both had rights to bring the shevarim in there, you can't call that a reshut that's directly for the nizak, that's the, the, exclusively for the nizak. Therefore, you pay nizak shalim. So the Gabbara says, wait, if that's the case, that the last case is talking about where the, uh, the nizak has rights to put his fruit in there, uh, but both of them have rights to put their uh, oxen in there, it's not four rules. It's three rules, which means in that last case, you didn't tell me any Hadushim that we didn't know from the first three rules. We know already from the first three rules that the Shuta Rabim Kerem pays half and the Shuta Nizak Shem Beregel pay full. Those were already established in the first three rules. The fourth rule is just a variation of the rules that we knew already in the first three. It's not, a, it's not an extra rule that you're teaching me. You're teaching me what? The Shuta Nizak Nezik Shalem by Shem Beregel. And not exclusive the Shuta Nizak Kerem pays. Hatinezik. Those were already established in the first three rules. So why are you saying there's four rules and not four rules? It's really three. There's no hintush that was said in the in the fourth case more than we know. Yeah, it's three rules. It's just in four different locations. We're giving you a different location. It's, 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 it's a repeating of the of the of the rules. It's just that we're giving you a different example. It's a it's an issue of the nizak. Where he has rights to put his fruit, and the other guy didn't have right to put his uh, shivarim. So we made we made a we made a variation of the case, but it's the same principles that are being taught. As she says, "Sheloshak lalot bedalid mukde en kan ila gimel dinim beshuta nizak hayab bakol." That's the first rule. Beshuta mazik patur mikol. Baaser shutafim hayab hatsi nezik pekedu patur al hashem vanegel. Aval arba'a mekomoten sheenam. Dinam uh, Shaveh, right? There's four different places. Diyesh Hatzera Shutafim Shuhayab Baal Hashem. There's a Hatzera Shutafim Shuhayab on Shem with Perot were permissible but not oxen. I'm sorry, and oxen were for both. So if, 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 if he only is able to bring Perot and the other guy is able to bring a short in there, so that would be a case where you Hayab on Shem and you Patur on, uh, on, on, on Kerim. Basically, there's three rules. Now we're going to apply the rules in different places. We're going to apply them in Hatser and Nizak, Hatser uh, Hamazik, 
and Hatzir Ashutafin, and in Hatzir Ashutafin, we're going to give you a case where he had rights to just bring Perot, and he both had rights to bring Shivarin, and those rules will apply uh, as such. Okay. All right, that, that's, and that's, uh, that's it. Now let's go to the Mishnah. Matnitin. Okay, new subject. Shum Kesef. Shum Kesef means the evaluation for damages of Kesef. Shavek Kesef, which you pay Shavek Kesef. We'll see what that means. Shum Kesef is Shavek Kesef. The evaluation is something that's value, worth money. What is that? Where is that done when you're paying for Nizikim? If Nebetin, it's got to be done in front of a Betin. Valpi, Edim, and it's got to have witnesses that are Bnei Cholim that are free. Bnei Berit, Jewish, circumcised. Van Nashim, Bechlal Nezik, and ladies are part of the laws of Nezakim as well. Van Nizak, Van Mazik, Betashlumin. And the Nizak and the Mazik, they both share in the Tashlumin. We understand nothing. So the Gemara says, that's why, that's, that's why we have the Gemara. My Shum Kesef. What does this mean, Shum Kesef? Shum means the evaluation of Kesef. Amar of Yehuda, Shum Zeh. This evaluation for the Zakim that Betin has to decide how much the, the damage is worth, Lo Yehe Ela Bekesef, which means you got to evaluate the price, which means not more, not less. Tanina Lahadetanur Banan. Para shezika talet. Let's say a para damaged the talet. Or talet shezika para. How did the talet damage the para? The para slipped on it. And um, therefore the uh, para got uh, broke its leg. So the question is, En omrim tetze para betalit. Or tetze talit bepara. We don't say, okay, switch. And you take the talet for the para and you take the para for the talet. That's not, that's not a fair, fair way to compensate. It's different values. You don't just say, okay, well, you ruined my talet, so I'll take your cow. Well, you ruined my cow, so I'll take your talet. You evaluate exactly how much uh, the damage was and you pay. Wow, well, I would have thought not like that. What would what, what, what I have thought? That you don't make an appraisal that, that that's equal value? That she says... Shum kesef shel nezakin lo yehela bekesu bedin shamin kama shaveh hanezek mane umatayim vekachi shalem lo tanina matnita dehad etorur banam beberaita vishmamina dehaberaita ikan para shezika talit shedarsa aleha bechatzer anizak. Let's say the the cow uh, stepped on the the, the, the talit, right? Betalito shezika para b'shutam because she netkala it slipped on it. Vishnesbar legal para. all right, that's uh, I mean, you, you need a Mishnah for that. That's uh, no, I, would, I would have thought you take your money from the Talet, hold it, and then you yeah, that's a Hadush, by the way. That's a Hadush. That's a Hadush. That's a Hadush. He says, uh, <laughs> Besides Keren, everything else is Nezik Shalem. Be'an wa pi agot abal berashi, lefi ha'osik adabrayta b'shnei mikrim nefradim. Okay. 
he says, Unam rova mefarshim gorsim berashi, that the Braita oseket bemekre acher. Shibua paraba talit eziku zelazeh. Ah, it's a simultaneous case. It's not a separate case. The taleh damaged the para, and the para damaged the taleh together. Rabbi Raita Mahadish She'enu Mim Shabala Para Yikarta Talit, Ubalatid Yikarta Para. Be often ahead, because they both damage each other. Shamim et anezek, be kese. Bezesh ezikit hamero yoter, hu yishlemet ha'efresh. Okay, still, still why, 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 why would I think? Why would I think? However, you learn the case. Yeah. Bottom line, the bottom line hadush is you pay what you damaged. And again, the Rishonim will ask this question. No, you just look at how to learn that. She that doesn't t- take away our question. It's the same question. And why do you have to pay? Of course, you have to pay. No, no, but pay less, pay more. That's fine, but the Hadush of the Mishnah says you have, to, you have to pay full damages. Of course you have to pay full damages. What would I think? Get away with paying less? I damage a thousand, I pay five hundred. <laughs> Even in that case, why would I think? Because you damage me and I damage you, so therefore what? I can pay less? Take my talit. But, but I damage your cap. I take my talit. Okay. I got, I, got, I got a good deal. I got a good deal. I got I got I got paying nine hundred fifty bucks because I paid just a little bit fifty bucks. I also. You would think that since he didn't directly do anything. No, we're not calling him not a Further, ever they also say that it's like it's 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 according to that way of understanding Rashi. It's a funny case because you have regular and bore. If it's a bore, Bishuta Rabim, you wouldn't pay regular, and if it's in the Bishuta Anizag, you wouldn't pay. You wouldn't pay more. That's why they want to change the case. Yeah, that's what he called it. It, yeah. it, it doesn't. Uh... Okay, but that, 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 you're asking a fair question. He doesn't give us any. Uh... Maybe I would think that I have to replace the item, not that I have to pay for. Did I, I ask you to? Re- did I ask you to replace? It? I said the guy didn't take I it. Maybe I would think that I'm, I would be able to insist if it was my cow and you damaged it. I would say no. I don't want oh, to that's the that douche. Means that's not, not the value. It's the. It's um. It's that he could compensate him. That's what you're saying. I don't have to pay back metalit. I don't have to go to Eichel's and buy metalit. I can, I can uh, just pay fifty bucks. <coughs> okay. Shela tova. The Rashba's question. Shave kesef. Okay. What does it say? The payment is shave kesef. The tano rabanan shave kesef melamed sheen bedin iskakim ella nechasim sheishtem achrayut. Wow. The bedin only takes as payment. Real estate. Aval im kadam nizak betasfas metaltelin bedin gurim no man. Unless the nizak grabbed metaltelin. If he grabbed metaltelin, so bedin will deal with it. But really, the bedin doesn't take metaltelin. Amar mor shave kesef melamed sheen bedin iskakim elan nechasim sheshlem achrayut meemashma. Where do you see that? Amar rava bar ula davar shave kol. Exactly. It's an item that's worth all the money that you give for it. Which when it comes to metal telling, there's laws of ona'ah. That means you're not allowed to charge more than a sixth. However, when it comes to real estate, it's worth whatever you pay. There's no such thing as ona'ah by, by real estate. So when it says kesef, uh, it means kesef, it means something that's worth all the money that you paid. Mainihu, tavarshi in the ona'ah. Right? A guy cannot come along and say, oh, I paid six million dollars for a house. And the house is only worth a million, and therefore I want uh, you know I want the, I want the, I want the sale to be voided. No, and on as we know, then, then then every every real estate deal in Brooklyn would have been uh, voided for the past uh, ten years. The bash and the onaa. 
Abadim and Shtarot, Nameh, and we actually get what it says, what do you mean, Abadim and Shtarot? Which means uh, when a person buys an Ebed, that's also, there's no Ona'a and Shtarot, because that's a, 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 a note. Nameh and them Ona'a. You're just asking a question. When it says in the, in the, in the, in the Mishnah, Shaveh Kesef, Shaveh Kesef means real estate, that they only take payment for the Zakim from real estate. So the Gemara says, how do you know the word Shaveh Kesef is real estate? So he says, because it's the only type of asset that's worth all the money that you pay for it. Exactly. It's not worth it. There's Ona'a. Therefore, you can nullify the sale. Real estate, whatever you paid for it, uh, that's what it's worth. So the Gabbara says, wait, that's not true. It's not, that's not the only item. So if that's the issue that things that are not subject to Ona'a, so then you should be able to take Nizakin from an Evid. An Evid is no Ona'a and, and, and a note, a star. People pay a note, whatever you pay for the note. So therefore, why does the Mishnah only say real estate? It should say even Abadim and Shtarot. So the Gabbara says a different explanation. Right? Only items that are nikni bekesef. And we learned what? That real estate is nikni bekesef. What? Chavav? What? In Kedushim? 26. Okay, beauty. So therefore what? We say that uh, it means something that's acquired bekesef. So the Gabbara says, Abadim ushtarot nameh. Nikni bekesef. Abadim and Shtarot are also nicknamed Bekesef. 22, okay. So Abadim and Shtarot also could be nicknamed Bekesef. So therefore, if, you, if, if you're learning like that, you should be able to paint the Zakim with Abadim and Shtarot because you also buy Abadim and Shtarot with Kesef. Third explanation. Shave Kesef, Velo Kesef, which means something that is worth money, but not money itself. Vahani Kulu Kesef. And all these other items... Metaltalin, Abadim, Shtarot, that's considered money. Because I guess anything you could move, anything you could move and sell anywhere is like money. Mashiach and Karka is not Kesef, because you can't pick it up and sell it somewhere. You could sell it only in its place. So that's why it's called Shaveh Kesef. So they'll only make the Mazik pay if he has Karka? That's the next question. But the point is, the point is that that's what it means at this point. Shaveh Kesef means something that does not behave like Kesef. What's the behavior of Kesef? You can move it around. So therefore, Kesef is Petaltalin, Abadim, Shtarot, Mashiach and Karka is not like Kesef because it's, it's, it's in its place. So the Gemara says, Rameh le Rav Yudah barchenen al Ravuna b'de Rav Yoshua Tana. It says in the Mishnah Shaveh Kesef. And what do we just say? Medameh she'en bedin iskakim ele nechassim she'eshem achrayut. Ve'hatanya, we learned on page 7, Yashiv, subin. The question. We say, what do you mean? You don't have to pay real estate. You can even pay bread. You can even pay uh, metaltalin. So how come you're telling me in this Mishnah that you can only pay Nizakim from Karka? Lachaura, we know you can even pay from metaltalin. The Gabbara says, depends who you're talking about. In our Mishnah, we're talking about that the Mazik died. And now the Nizak is coming to get paid from the Nechassim uh, that the Mazik inherited or bequeathed to the Yetomim. In that case over there, it's only Karka. However, Metaltalin are not uh, subject uh, to, the, to the payment. And that's the idea which only the Karka is.
So therefore, when our Mishnah said Karka, it's talking about Dafka Yitomim. Rashi, Rashi says Biyatme right before the lines get wide. Ka Amrina, now the lines are wide. The Isha Baklihu Abu Hon Hamazik. If the father who was the Mazik left the Yitomim Mekarke Gabe Minayu, Aba Mimetaltele La. Why not? Because he could say that what? That after the father died, they bought them. So, therefore, you don't know when this, this metatonym was. How do you know when this metatonym was? was, was you know, there's no date on the on real estate, you know. Maybe they bought the metatlin after, so therefore it's not pledged against the uh, against the damage. So the Gemara says, "Wait, if it's yetomim emasefa, hayin on the sefa in kadam nizak v'tafas metaltelin." Right? Then we say that if the nizak grabbed metaltelin, betin govin lo mehen, betin respects that. Now, ibiyatme amai betin govin mehen. Adraba. If it's Yatme, they should give it back to the Yatomim. Why does the Betin allow the guy to grab Metaltani? Uh, we don't do that. So the Gabbara says, Kedamar Avamar of Nachman. Shetafas Mechayim. It's talking about where he was to face the Metaltani when the father was still alive. And then the father died. Hakanami Shetafas Mechayim. So it's only talking about Metaltani that they were to face Mechayim. They shouldn't, because once, once they become, uh, uh, they sh- shouldn't to face anything. You have to let the guy pay. They were tofes. So if they were tofes, mahayim, that's not your tumim anymore. And therefore, that's why we say, okay, let them keep it. Look at that sheet. Even Ashi didn't give us the daf on that one. The Masikta Ketubot, Perikat Kotev, Shitafas Mahayim, the Abu Hon. Okay. Befne Betin. Now, what does this mean in front of a Betin? That's, that's, that's the language of the Mishnah. That this Shaveh Kesef that we're talking about Karkaot are in front of a Betin. So that means the Karkaot have to be in front of Betin. What does this mean? Prat lemochen nechasav v'akach holech lebetin. Amazing case. That's, a, that, that, that's the exclusion that by the time he gets to court he sold his properties. So it's basically, if he sold his properties before he got to Betin, this is the Mazik we're talking about, that's it. Betin does not go after the properties, does not go after the kohot. So it's got to be Bifne Betin, the properties that he has at the time he comes in front of Betin. But if he sold them, this is a wise guy, that's it. Betin, Betin is not in his cock to go to the kohot now and, uh, and take it. the proceeds from the sale? Oh, so the Gebarah says, exactly, what about the proceeds? That's the point. He has, he has proceeds. So the Gebarah says, Shvamina, Lava, if a guy borrowed money, and then he sold his assets. Then he came to front of Betin. And Betin govim lo mehem. That Betin does not go there from the, uh, from, from, from the Kalkaot that he sold. And that's not true. That is not true. The Malve can go to the, uh, to the assets. That's exactly what, what the Kaurad are. And, and the Kaurad, Mazikim are the same thing. There's a, there's a lien. There's a lien on it, so therefore he should be able to go to the. Um, so, so, what are you talking about? Look at that sheep. That's the answer, David. He spent the money. Well, this is an unbelievable guy. Unbelievable guy. Maybe. million dollars. He spent in one shot. So he comes to Bentin. Basically, that's what they do today. I have no money. 
right? He, he, he got rid of all his money. They do exploration on the guy. And uh, sorry, the guy's worth a dollar. He makes $2 a year. He's, he works in the grocery store and uh, he makes $2 a year. Yeah. Meanwhile, the guy's a billionaire. But what did he do? He puts all his money all over the place and uh, he doesn't want to pay. So that's what this guy did. So he says, which means, is that so? That the Bedin will not go after the Karkaot? The mother goes and takes the Karka. Ela, Prat Lebedin, Ediotot. All we're discussing over here is that when, when there is Knas in the Hezek, so the type of Bedin that judges Knasot has to be a Bedin of three, but they have to be Simuchin. It's a special type of judges. From Eretz Yisrael, that's it. Which means the law is that uh, the judges have to be expert judges to be dan dine kenasot. Kenasot means penalties, not dine mamonot. Fifty dollars, you damage, you pay fifty dollars. You don't need simuchim for that. But if it's a kenas, like certain payments are kenas, so therefore the kenas payments can only be done in front of betin of simuchim that have you know simicha based from the. Uh, like she says, ela lachi atamaniti de betin mumchin dani dine kenasot. All right, that's today's daf. And it gives us a 